Welcome to Obsessed by Bobble House. I'm Elaine. And I'm Jana, and we are your hosts of this podcast. In each episode, we'll talk about things in pop culture and media that we're obsessed with. We'll unpack our feelings about the good, the bad, and why they matter. All right, let's talk about the internet, babies. <laughs> Today, we're back again with the CEO and co-founder of Bobble House, Ophelia. Welcome back, Ophelia. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's good to be back and <laughs> yes. redeem myself from the whole Simba debacle. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I we all have our preferences. The whole internet now knows, like, I, I think Simba is really hot. We don't shame on this Some show. of us are into cartoon lions, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thumb thick pixels. Okay, yes. really got me. <laughs> Our topic today is something everyone has experience with, Mm -hmm. whether you made friends there, used it as a creative platform, or engaged in some sketchy activities. That's right. We are talking about the internet. So I would say our generation has had a really interesting experience growing up using the internet. What websites would you guys say were really formative to you as kids? So I think Facebook has to be Mm. my most used when I was a kid. I don't think I should have been on there as a kid because I was adding literally every random stranger ever. It was like some guy from who's like the prince of Abu Dhabi. Right. Like he looks nice. (laughs) He looks so nice and he wants to send me money. Like how nice of him. So sweet. And I I was 12 and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like the way people can make friends on this platform is crazy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, When you value your self-worth and popularity based on how many Facebook friends you have. I don't know if you guys did that. Yes, absolutely. Like, you know, like the girls in your high school or in your college or actually high school or for you guys, maybe elementary. I don't know. We're the same age. Remember? Yes, we're the same age. So we're we're maybe we're high school and we probably got our first Facebook accounts when Elaine was born. Oh my goodness. When did you get it? Do you remember? I got it when I was yeah, I got it 2008. That's when I got it. I got it in 2010. I was in like fifth grade. Oh my goodness. So I wasn't wrong. Okay. Our high school, your middle school then. I remember it was like the shit if like someone has 2,000 like friends or like 4,000 friends and everyone's like oh my god like that's the it girl or the it guy like she is so popular all that all that stuff and that's all I remember that's why like you add like your friends 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 cousin long lost sister or something and be like oh we heard of each other yes Yeah, like you add people that you have one mutual friend of, and I thought that was hilarious. And now everything is about like exclusive. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, I actually logged on to my Facebook the other day, mm-hmm. and because I added so many random people, I'm getting like life updates from like mm. people I don't really know. You're like, like the Prince of Abu Dhabi just got married. <laughs> just got married. Like good for him. Like Tracy from I don't know Illinois. Yeah, is like having her getting her third dog this year. Wow. I'm so happy uh, for her. So it's yeah. like Facebook is so random. I think. It is random. Anyhow. Yeah. It's just crazy that from high school or for you, elementary school within 10 years or 15 years of evolution, mm-hmm. you know, internet evolution and look at where we are now. Pretty crazy. But yeah. I played Facebook games. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. had any experience with that. Facebook okay. Games. I have a lot of memories of like it was kind of like Ask FM on Facebook, but it was like Facebook would give the questions and then people would answer. You would see what they said about you, but then you could use coins to unlock who the person was. 
Oh, my. that's scandalous. It is because I remember that I had one question that was like, do you think Jana's hot? And it was it said no. So I was like, OK, oh. I'm going to freaking play this game until I have enough coins to find out who that was. Hey. That is so funny. And I found out who it was and I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> and that was hot. Did he go to your school? Did you he like did, Yeah, he was like someone I went him. to middle school with. Yeah. Or on, How on dare he? I know. Oh, I'm very hot. Thank you very much. Did you give him yes. like the vicious eyes wherever you saw him? I think I was more like, I was like so young and insecure that I think I was more like embarrassed at the time to do anything like that. Oh. But now if I were to run into this guy, I'd be like, um, so you remember what you said on Facebook in 2009? Cause I do. <laughs> That's He's the like, thing what's about Facebook. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing about like I feel like us women is like we literally take something happen in our life that is the slightest embarrassment. Yeah, and then we just put them in like a memory ball and then you we take it, it out forever. and just examine it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a weird thing that you think about when you're like trying to fall asleep at night. <laughs> anyway, back to Facebook games. <laughs> yes, back to Facebook games because I played Pet Society. Pet it's oh, yes, it's very similar to what we now have like sims animal crossing mm-hmm. and stardew valley sims. i love Sims. yes and it's all like combined mm-hmm. but the fun thing is because not a lot of people play sims not yeah. a lot of people play animal crossing well that i know of yeah. but mm-hmm. these were like everyone in my school would play this game mm-hmm. so it was like a little community online that we mm-hmm. had after school so yeah. it was really 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 fun because you had a little pet and then Aww. you could dress up the pet and visit other pets in the city wait that sounds fun i want to do it's that i'm so cute should we I get think... back into it Let's bring back okay, facebook so games the, yeah. yeah the bad thing is well the really de- devastating part of it was <gasps> that like the whole thing was canceled so all the coins that i had all the outfits that i made when i was 12 yeah. are now gone no oh, oh i'm so sorry it's I'm so like sorry facebook, for your loss. <laughs> yeah it's like facebook deleting sorry old too. photos you know deleted your childhood yeah it was so Mark Zuckerberg, sad. are you listening yeah bring back pet society Take coward notes. i was such an emo kid oh my goodness were you really i was just maybe not emo but i was just so nerdy oh and God. in my feelings like i was the one that when I drive home and it's raining, I will look out the window and yes. just like play sad music and think, yes. oh, life. 100%. That was me. <laughs> I, had, I like, always thought really... I was in a music this video. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That's yes. the way you have to move through your life, I feel. If you yeah. want to live your life to the fullest, act like you're in a motion picture at all times. Yeah, main character energy. That's exactly, what I said. exactly. You know? exactly. For me, my early 2000s, when I was in elementary school, um, I would borrow my parents' computer and mm-hmm. I remember the only thing that my friends and I used was QQ and that was when I was back in China okay so you can actually buy quote-unquote diamonds or coins Amazing. that exchange into these super glamorous outfit mm-hmm. and oh my goodness like at that moment like the cool haircut is the one that goes straight up in the air and then yes. like, every girl will have like an angelic wing like it was yes. like it was the outfit was the shit and then oh. if you if you have like the gold diamond or the red diamond like you're like oh my god like you know the that is probably like the most memorable social media and then when i came to the states for high school that's actually when my classmate actually helped me create in my facebook profile mm. and i was like oh what is this so one of my very first platforms was stardoll did you guys have this Mm-mm. i think i had something similar 
Okay. So basically it's like these paper dolls online where you can dress up celebrities and like your own character. You have your own house um, where you can like choose all the furniture, choose all the outfits and everything. And so it's, I, I guess you could say it's pretty anonymous. You don't see what anyone looks like. You just see their character or their avatar. Mm. Um, but you can talk to other users and stuff like that. I was so addicted to this website and it kind of got me thinking, what was an early piece of media or content or something that made you realize that you wanted to be hot? Cause I feel like startle <laughs> startle was something where I was on it and I was like, I really care about what I look like. Like I really actually care about how my appearance is perceived through mm. the, the lens of this website where people are seeing only my avatar, but like I don't know. That's, I, I still remember that feeling of being like, wait, I want to be hot. Yeah. <laughs> as far as less social platforms, I think disneychannel.com was extremely formative to me. I do believe I was raised by Lilo and Stitch's Sandwich Stacker. Do you guys remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> you can actually buy it now, you know? Really? I, what? Do they have an app? I feel like they should have apps by now. I'm going to look that up. They have, uh, what is it called? Disneyverse. And it's, it's like a, um, it's actually a mobile game. It's like an oh. RPG game. Uh-huh. And then you actually fight monsters <gasps> as like armored up Disney princess slash princess. And Wait, it's actually so fucking cool. That sounds you should fun. check it out. I went to Disney mainly for the shopping. I'm not going to lie. Oh, really? I love Disneyland. What did you cop? Yeah. What did you get? Yes. I wanted to buy a lot of things, but this is kind of funny when i went to disneyland uh in shanghai last time it was me my co-founder abby and weiwei my girlfriend yes yes. but at that time she wasn't my girlfriend so Uh i realized my feeling actually at disneyland during the firework and had a full-on gay panic not during the fireworks oh my god I was literally, That's I was amazing. like, I gotta go home. I gotta go home. <laughs> like, I, I went to jump the in the shower and do some soul searching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wanted to go shopping so bad, but I was like, no, I'm having a gay panic. I gotta <laughs> lay in bed. And then straight up, I was watching Disney movies for five hours straight before I confessed my feeling to her. Oh my God. What movies do you remember? It was the only ones available. It was Tron. It was Up <laughs> and it was Inside Out. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Those are probably the three movies that make me least want to confess my love to someone. (laughs) In that order, Tron. What was it? Tron Tron up, up. Inside Out. Yeah. Up? Are you serious? Hey, they lived happily ever after. It was so cute. Like, I teared up. But she died. I cried so much at that beginning. I know. And I also watched- love um, is not real after watching that. Love is real. They spend a great 60 years together. That's true. That's a great soda club. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Anyhow, that was that is Disney for me. (laughs) That's beautiful. beautiful. Oh, thanks. I remember back in. So when I first my family and I first immigrated to America, it was 2008 and I was coming here for high school. And my classmate was actually the one that created my Facebook profile. Why did she do that? Was she like, you need this. If you want to be part of our high school, it'll click. You Girl, need my Facebook. high school was, my high school class or the entire grade was only eight people then. Holy shit. And she's like, this is pretty much how people socialize. Like people oh. Facebook message each other. You yeah. Know, that was like how you make friends. That, that was like before text message, you know, like you add mm. each other on Facebook and then you slide in. That that was the original DM. I have a really crazy story about that. So basically we had 
um, IT class every week mm-hmm. and all of us would log on to our Facebook accounts like sneaky little kids yes. during our IT lesson mm-hmm. and this girl who sat next to me I think she hated me or something like she was crazy like honestly I remember you um, <laughs> <laughs> but basically I my my Facebook password was something really really easy and mm-hmm. she would dead ass like look at my fingers and my screen as I typed it and I was like okay this is really sketchy like I'm just gonna do my thing though like Facebook makes me happy so was I it, typed um, it in was your password password one two three four it was something like that <laughs> I don't it was like I love Facebook or something mm. kooky like that yeah oh my goodness <laughs> and I was in IT class like the number one thing we were taught in IT class was like don't Let's have see. simple passwords ah uh. and then that night I logged onto my Facebook and I saw a bunch of messages to this guy that I think liked me at the time. (gasps) And she was like, oh, I like you back. Like, blah, 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 all this stuff. Oh, bitch, she didn't. She did that. She did that. And she even told the sister of that guy. It was like, (gasps) I'm in love with your brother, all that stuff. I was like, who? And I was so freaked out. I was like, I have a hacker. Like this fourth grade kid had these crazy ass schemes. Fourth grade? Yeah. What are kids doing these days? They're exposed earlier and earlier to social media. Absolutely. And I think that's a very interesting phenomenon. Not sure it's good or bad, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, maybe one day people start experiencing in kindergarten. Who knows? I personally think it would have been bad for me to have social media that early on, like the way that they do now. Like I look at like, I look at these like people on TikTok who pop up on my For You page who are like 14, 15, 16. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I did not look like that back then. Like I really looked like a child. And I think I would have felt really inferior and really like I was doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. At that age specifically, I think. Yeah, you're so sensitive. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Sensitive to everything and sensitive to comparison. Like I'm sensitive now. I can't even imagine back then what it would have been like. No. And I wonder, you know, that's kind of the common trend with all social media from Facebook and then even from, you know, MySpace, Tumblr. I remember Tumblr was like the hot girl shit. Yeah. Um, And then Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, well, Snapchat and then TikTok. Snapchat. Yeah. And vine in between you know all those social media yeah and i just wonder if there's if a mentally healthy social media is even possible i don't know if you guys i don't know if you guys watched the documentary social dilemma i have no i haven't seen that it's i highly recommend it it is kind of a mind fuck though Mm -hmm. because there are engineers from facebook and google come forward and said that they literally have a team of engineers and people just to figure out how to make sure to use your data to track conversion and to increase conversion scary yeah and i think it just everything that you do the moment that you open your laptop the moment that you open your phone everything that you do is actually calculated as well as lead almost like they are you know but there's also not there it's not all bad and i think that's the tricky thing and then we can go into it more in the future or later on in this episode is mm-hmm. that, you know, how do you use it for good and how do you balance yourself from the bad? Like, is it possible to use it for good even? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why you see on your feed a lot of things that creates like negative emotion because the more negative emotion you have 
when you're using these platforms, the more likely you are to keep using it because it, the negative emotion is actually addicting. So they're mm. actually capitalizing on your negative emotion to keep you using it. Mm, that's genius. That's a yeah. that's a very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, though, I think it does bring awareness to a lot of issues that a lot of people don't have access to. But then yeah. the other side is fake news, right? Yeah. So for example, like I realized that I actually have some sort of some sort of form of ADHD, mm-hmm. and I also realized that my anxiety and depression is actually not as um rare as I thought it was because in mm-hmm. high school I thought I was the only one right and then if I would have you know if TikTok have existed then maybe that wouldn't be the case yeah but then there's also the dark side so I think that again like you know it, it's it, it is very very realistic how good and how bad one thing can be um but I always wonder you know I wonder yeah. I wonder I wonder couldn't help but wonder <laughs> The internet is so weird. Have you guys ever made real friends on the internet just based off of your relationship online? Like you've never met them in person? I personally haven't. Mm. I haven't either. I think it's the thing that my parents always tell me, like stranger, stranger yeah. danger. danger. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. In the pandemic, I actually made some like really great internet friends that I talk to all the time. Yay! And most of them I met through BTS, just like <gasps> posting BTS. I don't know. I follow tons of like cool, pretty girls who like I don't know in real life. And like maybe mm-hmm. we follow each other. We like each other's pictures, whatever, but we don't actually know each other. Mm-hmm. But in like posting like BTS on my story I was having people reply and making like actual friendships with people oh yeah I've always I've always joked that like k-pop is the biggest the interest that has helped me make the most friends Mm -hmm. yeah wait guys Mm -hmm. we're internet friends we've never met that's true wait hello wait what mind blown that's the whole bobble house contributor team wait like okay yeah one of the girls i was talking about was liz who introduced me to bobble house which is like the reason that i'm here yeah wait i how did i we don't make any internet friends (laughs) (laughs) scream internet friends yes Liz and I had this phase where we were sending each other like really long voice memos just talking about whatever like we would send each other like two minute long voice memos about like I don't know just the most random stuff and then every now and then I'd be like wait this is a person I've never met in real life I only know her from the internet I've only ever Mm -hmm. seen her in pictures like Mm -hmm. that is insane because she is so far away and you've never met her in real life it's easier to be more open Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know, but I just, I feel like that is what the internet was supposed to be. Like, I feel like that's what social media was supposed to be, helping you actually connect with Mm -hmm. people who you might not know otherwise. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is that. I don't know. We, we got like really close, really fast. It was just like really easy. And I think also during the pandemic, this is like 2020 also. So like peak beginning pandemic of like being really lonely and like Mm -hmm. the internet was like a really great place to talk to people and like put yourself out there mm-hmm. yeah. I wonder how I think the internet has become more curated and mm-hmm. way easier to manipulate mm-hmm. so back when I was using Facebook I uploaded images like straight from my webcam and oh it's like gosh. literally just like okay take a photo <laughs> I didn't really think about like feed or like the look or like yeah. the aesthetic that yeah. I wanted to have it was more like instantaneous and spontaneous I, every time I make 
a profile somewhere and it's like either upload a picture or take one right now. I always think that is so crazy for a person to just bang out their profile picture right then and there. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I love it. But I was Old. a baby. I was just like, yeah. okay, like okay. smile. <laughs> Do you guys remember Nine Gag? Briefly, no, yes. Nine Gag is, I don't know. I think it's just like a website with an archive of memes. Like it's, oh. you can scroll down forever and it's just like a meme page. Okay. And I think that's where all like the, you know, the memes are like, like a boss or like there's like a format. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where it started getting mm. really popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because these formats were often really, really simple. Mm-hmm. And then like, like a boss could be edited to like different scenarios. Mm-hmm. And it was a perfect intersection of being specific enough, but still relatable to like so many different people. Yeah. yeah. I think that was pre-BuzzFeed. Oh, I loved BuzzFeed quizzes. Oh my God. That yes, was, of course. that defined who I was. Okay. Yes. Like I lived my life. It was like a cult. It was a religion. It yes. told me to go left and I wouldn't dare to think about right. Like mm. that was how I treated BuzzFeed quizzes. Honestly. Yeah. yeah it, it was like my personality. Right. Yes. Have you seen that TikTok sound that's like, what's the point of living if I don't know what kind of bagel I am? Absolutely. <laughs> it's like that. Everything toasted, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> if Facebook, Stardall, et cetera, were kind of the first phase of the internet for me, I would say the next phase was Tumblr. Did you guys have Tumblr? Yes. Oh my God. I have my own little, little tiny blog. Oh. Ophelia, did you have it? I, oh my goodness. I can't believe I'm going to say it out loud on Let's the internet. Go. And I really what? do hope no one searched this. Mm-hmm. I created a page on Tumblr called Ophelia's Dirty Little Secrets. <gasps> and I have no idea what email I used. I have no idea what password I created. Oh my God. I just know a Tumblr page that's called that exists out there. And I don't <gasps> know what photo. Shit, I'm going to Google this right now. Yes, Pause. can you send the link, please? So no. I, <laughs> I loved <laughs> Tumblr in its heyday. I feel like it was the way that I think about it, it was like a place on the internet where you could like dream really big. And for me yeah. in high school, really fantasizing about my future and like what my life could be like when I got out of my hometown. So this was like me looking way far ahead. Like I, I could feel like this. I could do this. I could be this when I leave my hometown. Oh. Also, for those who don't know, Tumblr is basically a blogging site and it's kind of like a big mood board. Like you quote unquote reblog things and pin them to your page or you can upload your own things. But I do feel like the culture of aesthetics and being obsessed with aesthetics kind of started with Tumblr. Yeah. Tumblr and Pinterest, I would say. Yes. Tumblr was more like the pretty girl aesthetic. Yes. I feel like Pinterest is less judgmental. It was though, more PG. It was more PG and it was less, it was less social. Like, I feel like you don't really see people's yeah, faces do on that. Tumblr and Pinterest mm-hmm. that much. I think yeah. Tumblr was so great because they had fanfic. Okay, we got to talk about fanfic. <laughs> yes, please. That is my... That is She's my ready. bread and butter, okay? That is how, where I went to when I was so fucking emo in high oh school. God. It was the world of fanfiction. Uh, don't tell me Harry Potter and Voldemort didn't have a thing because in my head they do oh my god I read so many okay (laughs) I'm gonna expose myself really quick the fanfic probably the number one fanfic that I read was Les Mis oh yeah she's classy (laughs) like I no it was based off of the movie and it was based off of me being sexually attracted to Andalros and Eponine and I was like there has to be something about this on the internet and I found it absolutely oh yeah and like a filter you would filter by like explicit 
miss it. But I definitely liked um, Harry Potter stuff too. And I do have like really vivid memories of like sitting in the kitchen of my childhood home and reading like a um, Draco Malfoy and Ginny Weasley fan. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Am I going to regret this? Life is short. But it's true. I mean, like you were reading like heterosexual fan fiction, which is like, I mean, I was reading Blair and Serena too. Trust me. <laughs> hot. Very hot. I was reading everything. <laughs> but I was reading, oh my goodness. I remember elementary school. I forgot which friend of mine opened me to the world of um, gay fan fiction. Oh my God. And my whole world just exploded. Oh, what were your favorite ones? Oh, there are so many. Where do I even start? First of all, Naruto. Oh, Simba. Spicy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sima Naruto crossover. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't think the internet will ever let this go. Oh my um, god. Everyone's blushing. That was, I guess that was the OG sexual awakening. It's like, yes, like, of course I want them to kiss each other and yes. profess their love for each other because it's hot and forbidden. Fanfic, it was like like a safe way to experience your weirdest fantasies. Mm-hmm. Like this is all happening in your head. Yes, you're reading it, but the juicy parts are just happening in your head. Yeah. I think the other thing is like you can actually see what it looks like in your head because mm-hmm. it's been portrayed in real life. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You know, unless I it's think, a book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Wait, did you we read have to put in? in? I didn't read a lot of fanfic. Oh my uh, gosh. She's no, but innocent. I did. She's too innocent. <laughs> you guys. are too innocent. I couldn't get my horny little hands off of the iPad. <laughs> I did read a few on Wattpad and I was like, oh my God, mm. everything is so explicit on Wattpad. Yeah. Like, yeah, but, I was but like, I think that warped my perception of love a little bit. I was like, me too. Ooh. Me too. I feel like it I warped that- my perception of the human anatomy. Like, I was like, <laughs> wait, what position are they in? <laughs> Oh, that can no, go no. in there oh my goodness yeah. she put it where <laughs> I wish I could go back in time and like look at my browser history I was trust and believe I was clearing that like every hour on the hour honestly I think safari's private mode might be created just for us <laughs> probably yes just for fanfic just you for you guys fanfic. know um 50 shades of gray is based off of twilight fanfic yeah yes it's crazy I thought it was also based on her husband and I was like and I look at a photo of her husband I was like uh-huh. oh my goodness hot oh my goodness. is he hot wait no, no. <laughs> not me just judging all white men in the world um i love tumblr yeah tumblr tumblr mm, tumblr i remember one of the core aesthetics of tumblr w- uh-huh. that later got onto instagram was the uh-huh. california girl slash mm. brandy melville oh my BM, god yes. bm yes bm girl. all the girls in my school had this brandy melville like halter tops yes like the one size fits all yes. brandy melville dresses honestly it was kind of toxic at the end of it now that i think about it like the one way size that fits brandy- all is so toxic a lot of really interesting discourse about tumblr now because i feel like we're all growing up looking back on how it affected us when we were kids mm. um there's a youtuber named mina lay who has a really interesting video on the return of the quote-unquote tumblr girl that i really recommend watching so tumblr like elaine i think you briefly mentioned it kind of fell out of popularity it started with them banning explicit content and i think that was like a huge turning point because a lot of people came to it because it was a safe place to do that Mm -hmm. i think also because fanfic a lot of it was explicit as well wait was that Mm -hmm. banned as well i thought it was just like i think some of it no it was banned banned. (gasps) yeah you know larry 
Louis Tomlinson and Harry Styles. Oh yes, like that, the whole One Direction thing. Yeah, that those rumors started on Tumblr. I'm pretty sure. Like they were so intense. Like I think my 13, 14 year old self really believed that In Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson had a child together yes. and are like actually married. Yeah, because the rumors, like the evidence that they pieced together, yes, are so intense and real I love internet sleuths (laughs) the little like teenagers are probably really vulnerable like gullible to all of these little rumors yeah yeah I remember that was me with older k-pop groups like how who like oh my goodness um tvxq oh my god really old big Uh bang like G Dragon and Top TOP. Ooh. And then they were like all of them. And then they will piece up like little, like, like the evidence. And then like same with BTS. Like, yeah. you know, um, always. Yeah. And then like maybe like it's just like touch of a hand. Yes. Or, like the way that they like sit on each other or hold each other. Yeah. That sentence came out really weird. But yeah, <laughs> like I was 16-year-old me was convinced they are in love. Yes. Like you know, all that, but they can't be together. Uh, did you guys use Snapchat? Yes. Yes. I did use Snapchat. Mm-hmm. It was Snapchat. like a thing. It yeah, was. it was for flirting. It mm-hmm. was. Because the fact that you could see when people screenshotted something too. Yeah. I'm okay, terrified. It was, uh-huh. it was made for, what is it called? Sex pick. Sex um, sending nudes for sending mm-hmm. nudes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But and the most scandalous big. thing was the best friends list. Do you remember? Yes. Oh, the and then you can see list. who is like no longer best friend with you and etc. And I remember that broke up couples. That <gasps> did. Literally, yes. Yay. That broke up so many couples. T, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but so it was before was Instagram stories was an actual thing and they yeah. had the stories. I always mm-hmm. forget that the Snapchat was the first to have stories because yeah. I love Instagram stories. I think it's so fun. I feel like that's the place where I am my most stupid on the internet. I would do this thing where... <laughs> If I wanted a particular person or like my crush to see my post, yeah, but I wanted to be like really subtle and like cool about it, yeah. I would just post it on my story and keep checking it if yeah. they've seen it. Being yeah. cool, you're being a cool girl. That was yeah. so cool. So cool. Yeah. Do you guys still use it? No, no, yeah. because the CEO doesn't even let his kids use it. Oh my god, ew. Like, you know, a lot of Facebook and like the meta executives, they don't even let their kids touch the internet. Scary. I don't know if you guys saw this on my Instagram, but um, I went to a BTS concert once and I got (gasps) made into a TikTok. Oh no! (laughs) Elena's doing the fist pumping motion that indicates she has seen the TikTok. Of course I've seen it! (laughs) Okay, we need to insert this TikTok here. It has like a million, it has at like over a million views, I think. Yeah. I think the reason it went viral. So basically the TikTok was just a a video of me like going crazy at the BTS concert and like having so much fun jumping around, whatever. And I think it went viral because there's a lot of people sitting around who are just like sitting there, like not enjoying it at all. And like, there's just Mm -hmm. tons of fans in the comments saying like, why are you sitting down? Like, why is no one else enjoying it? But this girl, blah, blah, blah. Um, She went like this. Yeah, I was fist pumping heavy. (laughs) One million people out there. One million people saw my fist pumping and said, I like that. And they liked the video. And that means a lot to me. How did you find it? Someone sent it to me. So actually going back to how the, how BTS has helped me make so many friends. There's like, um, 
on the way to that concert I think I met a bunch of girls in the airport and we were like all talking about the concert and like how excited we were and stuff and so yeah so like I had followed all these girls and then one of them saw the TikTok and sent it to me and she was like I thought that was you but I wasn't sure the first second I saw I was like this is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me because I do think human beings are not supposed to know what they look like at a concert like I (laughs) what I saw there I honestly it was none of my business I never needed to know (laughs) but now you proudly claim it yeah yeah well people are so nice in the comments they were all like she deserves floor which I do and someday yeah people are just like really supportive and that helped that made it a little easier I think but babe you were cute in that what do you mean thanks babes thanks babes oh I need to see that babes I'll send it to you I'll send it to you go ahead This week, we have another lovely caller from the community to tell us what they're currently obsessed with. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be on Obsessed Podcast this week. Um, My name is Miles, and something I'm obsessed with recently is a Twitter account called Weird Dolly Mini Generations. Uh, If you don't know what Dolly Mini is, it's basically an AI model that makes images or generates images based off of prompts that users give it. Um, So it could be used for stuff like a yellow car under a big tree. Uh, But this account highlights uh, how users have been using it to just make some weird images. Like I've seen stuff like uh, ramen, making ramen in a washing machine or Hulk Hogan becomes the new Pope. (laughs) And I'm not sure why. I find this so funny, Um, but I feel like it relates to the shift in meme culture because I feel like at the beginning it was more like, how do we be relatable? And at this point, I think we've been exposed to so much that now it's just like, here's a funny shoe and it looks weird. So I'm laughing and I'm going to share it with all my friends. But yeah, I think this definitely has been a highlight for me as of lately. And I can't even pinpoint why, but I'm I'm super obsessed with it. (laughs) He's okay, obsessed. can you spell out the, the name of the thing? D-A-L-L-E. And this is on Twitter? I it's think actually, Twitter account is something else. It's an AI service or AI program that is done by, um, oh my goodness, it's like the genius OpenAI. Oh. Yeah, so it's actually a really cool tech studio that creates the AI formula. And there's mm. actually another one on Discord called MidJourney. Mm-hmm. and they can generate really realistic AIs like he said and then it ranges from pretty much anything that you think of and it can create very realistic art forms mm-hmm. um, black and white photography realistic photography mm-hmm. synth digital art and the funny thing is that a influencer on TikTok called Karen she actually created Karen. the first Karen. AI cover for Cosmo Oh, interesting. Yeah. And it looks that. really, really cool. I'll send the pictures to show here. Oh, I just got the Twitter. Okay. But yes, I was obsessed with it because I really, really, really want to know what a real life SpongeBob pineapple house will look like. Oh my God. I can't wait to do Guys, a deep dive on this. This Asia heat is killing me. Oh no. Let's wrap things up with our basically one and only segment, which is called Crush Corner. So Ophelia, guest of honor, who are you crushing on these days? I don't know if this is like weird or funny, but I'm crushing (laughs) on... 
<laughs> You're never gonna let that go. Never. <laughs> I'm crushing on these rubber duckies that I won at Dave and Buster. Oh, that's so hey. cute. Okay, do a quick plug of the Dave and Buster's collab. Oh yeah, so. Bawa House, we are the first fashion brand collaboration with David Buster since 40 Woo! years of creation. Woohoo! We launch and limited edition sustainable and genderless capsule in mm-hmm. a dozen of their locations in California, Florida, mm-hmm. and New York. So definitely check it out. Yes. The stock Yay. is running out fast. Um, wow. And I won 15 rubber duckies at David Buster. Slay. Yeah, go it. back to the arcade, babies. Baby. <laughs> Okay, Elaine, who are you crushing on? I'll be, I'm going to crush on Gabriela Montez and yes. Troy Bolton. Mm. Yes. Bring them back. Crush. Bring them back. That's a great answer. Shanna? I didn't you? actually have one. Give me give me some inspiration. Yourself? Um. Okay, I'm going to say I have two crushes. The first one is the girl who made the TikTok out of me because you helped me confront what I look like at a concert. And I think I did need that cold, harsh slap of reality. Ah. Oh. And then my number two crush is Ophelia because she's a super lady boss who is collabing Yay! with Dave and Busters. <laughs> Ophelia's Girl, blushing. blushing. <laughs> I am. Is it hot in here? Oh my goodness. Yes, it is. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. This is actually our last episode of our first season. So it's very exciting. We would love to hear your thoughts. So feel free to DM us or dm bobble house if you have any feedback ideas yes yeah for the next season all right and we'll talk to you guys soon thank you so much ophelia for joining us thank you guys this has been super fun hopefully we'll see you in season two bye bye